Hey, welcome back to our podcast, uh, Crankshaft. Today, uh, I am here joined with uh, Fengar Sensei and Caveman, and my Hello. name is Rodrick. Hello. And uh, this week, we're going to be talking about a fun little movie called Troll Hunter. Now, oh, I wouldn't call this the, the peak of horror but i thought it was a nice little campy film that took place in norway um had a bunch of norway actors actresses and comedians uh so let's just start off with talking a little bit about the actual um characters uh, that were introduced in the movie we had Hans, who was the actual troll hunter. Um, so it was actually a... Uh, um, the role of, of, of the character um, was uh, Hans. And uh, the, the director actually picked up Norway's most famous comedian, Otto Jesperson. Which I actually thought was kind of funny that they would bring a comedian for a uh, a very serious role as a troll hunter, but because he had sort of a, a sort of dark humor and had that grunginess going to him, I thought it was a pretty good role for him. Honestly, that's um that's mostly where the comedy comes from in this film. It's still a horror, but. You have it's a lot of absurd scenarios essentially just being dealt with straight face. It's not we got to throw in a comedic line here or there, it's legitimately just something absurd happens. Hans is just going, Yeah, you know, another day, well, while the when we get into it, he basically has like a film crew, but it's just three film students from a local college that thought they were getting one story and then another, but it's just like, he's just dealing with everything straight face. He knows what he's doing. He's the expert in his field. And the three people just filming him are just like half the time freaking out or just like not really understanding what's going on. So that's mostly where the comedy comes from. Yeah. What do you mean? I thought it was a documentary and he just retired to become a comedian. Yeah. Um, what what I definitely thought was really interesting about the uh, um, uh, we we can start out with the actual start of the movie here, but like I I really thought it was interesting that um, um, it took place in Norway and how popular it actually got as a movie, um, even being a foreign film, uh, probably thanks to Netflix, honestly, um, a little bit of YouTube. But um, overall, I think the, uh, uh, the the movie was put in a good direction, and um, I, I wish we could see more about it. But uh, yeah, so the the movie starts out with uh, three college kids trying to do a little research on a bear poacher um, that is in the area as a group of like bear hunters are basically talking about like hey yeah you know we earned our licenses why couldn't this person earn theirs and they uh um these these kids go to research and find the person who uh who's the poacher and they they will come across hans um i don't really care about the actual other characters uh too much so i'm not really going to go with their names cuz hans was the main focus of the movie anyways yeah like he was the main focus of it all granted the other characters too like you had your main person there with the microphone and everything in the movies called thomas you had the one lady working the boom mic, just sound and everything johanna and i believe the camera guy was called collie collie yeah it was like collie. okay like Collie or something. So so there's only three of them just going around trying to do this documentary. Again, the whole assumption that they have is this guy is just a bear poacher doing something really illegal. They're wanting 
they're doing a quote unquote documentary type thing just to find out why is it you're doing this? You know, you're doing something illegal. Why do it so blatantly out in the open? Then? Because even after interviewing all the, the few other people that have a bear hunting license, they make it clear. It's like, it's not a license. Any, everyone can get the small amount of people that have it. We all know each other. We all know where we're at, like where we're based out of and whatnot. So to just throw in a random element all of a sudden, it just brings it into a bit more chaos because it's just like, what exactly is going on? He's being more open about the bear poaching to the point where in certain aspects you can make the argument that they are just stalking him just to try to constantly get up to him and say, hey, we just want to ask a few questions. Hey, we just want to ask a few questions. Why are you doing this? What's going on here? And Hans just doesn't want anything to deal with him because this is a person experienced in the field that he's doing later on when we find out what he's actually doing. And he's just jaded to that point where it's like, I don't care. I'm just focused. I'm just doing a job. I got one. We left for retirement. I might as well just let you guys know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Fanger, so uh, during the start of the movie, what what was your opinion of, of each character? Well, uh, my... I thought I was going to... My opinion on each character was a bit different because, like, everyone else kind of seemed a little less serious and like not really paying the like any mind to the attention but like Hans straight out of the gate was just like super stone faced like serious and was like don't interview me leave me alone to the camera crew and like all that and just was ignoring them and everyone else was just kind of being more casual about it like um like when they interviewed the wildlife expert person, you know, he was just like, he, he came across as like clueless at first a little bit. And um, just kind of like, so, like matter of fact, like so matter of fact, like, oh, well, they say that the, cause like the hunters would come saying like, oh, bear tracks don't look like this or whatnot. And he was like, well, I mean, what else could it be? Cause I mean, and, and realistically, if you're thinking about it, I mean, yeah, if you see a dead bear and tracks all around it, you're not going to think, oh, this was some troll or something. Because, like, in the context of the movie, no one believes in trolls. Um, except for the people who know about them, for the most part. Um, yeah, because this was also going around where they were having people being killed, people going missing, too. So the easiest answer was just to say, it's a raging bear or something like that, as the most realistic answer. Yeah, absolutely. Um so what um when when they finally start sort of talking with each other and uh um finally start interacting they 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 track they they finally follow his tracks he he runs out of the forest just screaming troll <laughs> which and mind you this is also like as they're trying to follow him through like dirt paths and everything going past these gates opening up and just Throwing the sign a sign across that just says "danger, government blasting zone." Mind you, so like, what is he doing? We're going to catch this guy, you know, being a bear poacher and everything. Just as they're following him, going through the woods and just seeing, you know, lights flashing in the sky, he runs down and just yells out "trolls" as everyone just starts running to, not knowing what exactly is going on. You know, that and, really reminds me of the <laughs> the Harry Potter uh, Sorcerer's Stone, you know, the, uh, there's a troll in the dungeon! Uh, you, you, and then he fall, like, falls over. Oh yeah, there's a troll in the bathrooms! <laughs> and just immediately faints. But yeah, it, it sort of has that same feel. Yeah, it, it just it felt like that scene when I first saw it. I was just like <gasps> Harry Potter reference. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, like and, and that scene that one cracks me up a little bit because it was like realistically 
this could have been, the movie could have ended really quickly and like abruptly there just like freaking explosions going off like you know government just shooting off like tanks or you know shooting off like you know mines or some shit like that you know and they just end up getting you know fucking blasted on the like before they even get down there and because that was not that was like the second time they tried to follow that guy first time they lost him and whatnot and then the second time they were just like oh well government blasting zone let's go here like none of them had the common like w- would have had the you know foresight to think oh well, maybe this isn't a great idea to go here right um but yeah when when um when they finally sort of ran off and um yeah all all, all that happens i i thought what was interesting is like from the very start of the movie when you first see him they have a huge focus on his uh um jeep slash ramp land rover norwegian mix between the two cars um, and it had a bunch of like lights all around it and on top of it. And I, I honestly really like the style of car that he was driving, um, first of all. But second of all, with all the lights, I thought it was really interesting. Um, sort of m- making that a focus. Um, and, when the, and, and when it finally sort of about reaches them after they're running and him uh, sort of freezing it. Um, with the lights, uh, finally sort of explains all like, okay, so like this, these things can be defeated with light and they do exist, which is even crazier. Yeah. And it's not necessarily just any type of light. It has to be a high powered UV light because they, they later do on explain. And even at the beginning going off saying, yeah, trolls exist, all this stuff, myth, like all your fairy tales aren't necessarily true in an aspect, but a lot of them do hold water. Like, you know, trolls, you can easily stop them or subdue them in a sense with sunlight because myth wise, if they get hit by the sun, they turn into rocks. Yeah, happens too fast, they can explode. Well, that's whenever it happens too fast. They later sort of explain that in a somewhat realistic stance of, you know, like humans and everyone else, we're out in the sunlight, we absorb vitamin D. The troll's body doesn't really have that kind of mechanism to absorb that and transition into what they need. So whenever they get too much, it just straight up kills them, turns to stone, explodes, all that stuff. I thought it was like, so what What I actually enjoyed the most uh, was that first um, interaction with the trolls is you never actually see the troll uh, at, at the very start. So basically, like, they all run and everything. One of them gets bit or slashed. I'm, I, I'm not sure. I believe bit. Yeah, but um, I, I thought it was a very um, clever choice to, to, to hold on to, like, not revealing what trolls look like just yet. I, I thought that was a very clever um, choice. Now, like, in the the next sort of mini-arc scene, uh, when when they go out to, to look for the troll again as a group, once they get his permission, and he says, you know, you have to follow what I, what I say... I think that was a clever choice to sort of delay um, showing the troll because, like, it, it, it makes you as a viewer want want to um, sit and watch and, and prepare to, to see the trolls. Now, um, visually, I, I thought I thought how they did the trolls in this movie, uh, even, even though they were, like, uh, 3D monsters, I still thought that it was pretty decent looking for um for the budget that they had um it, it wasn't a trash budget let's be honest 3.9 mil is what i think it was um, if, if i remember the uh let me double check real quick but it should be an estimated about 2 million usd uh because it was about knock 19 mil 3.5 million budget so oh, okay Overall, like that's not a bad budget, and the in the box office they made four point two, so they ended up making a profit. So it wasn't like this was a 
um, like a a flop in 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 uh, the box office. So good for them on that. Um, but I, I I definitely can say you know with a three and a half million bu- budget. Which includes, like, actually paying the actors, all the cameras. Because cameras are expensive, let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but granted, they also had the benefit of they didn't really need to do a lot of this stuff on, like, a green screen or a stage, too. Because it was all filmed in that one area. Like, in Norway. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, like, Norway's locations are beautiful we kept like throughout the movie i kept being like yeah that's cool that's a cool view i want to move there yeah like almost made you want to move there because like how nice it looked but the constant rain reminded me of where where i used to live yeah i can see that (laughs) it reminded me of like when i was uh when i visited like seattle oh yeah but (laughs) i have to give him the benefit of that too because even Yes, it was constantly raining, or just even the outside atmosphere, the skies, and everything had that sort of dreary feel to it. Yeah, but it helped. Feel. Yeah, it, it did. Yeah, it like sort of helped. Giving uh, the eeriness that they were aiming for in the movie. Yeah, because like even going along with them at the beginning, after that first interaction, they're still trying to figure. It's like, what you're saying, trolls are real, all this stuff. You they keep trying to harp on him. It's like you said, troll out there. What do you mean by this? You thought you were bit by a bear or something out there? What do you explain? What happened to your arm? And they're even though the camera crew is not really still believing it yet because again we haven't seen anything. It was just a noise and a whole bunch of lights. Even when they go back to like the camping site, it's like let's make a phone call just to let our university know where we're at. It's like yeah. why? What's wrong? You think he's dangerous? No, he's just. As far as they're believing, it's like, this is just a weird guy, a weird bear poacher who is now believing delusions of trolls. <laughs> and that is essentially until they finally see it for the first time, and they're, they just go, they're real, holy crap. Because that's the whole main focus at the beginning, it's just, you know, first it's a bear poacher, and now he's rambling off about trolls and all these different things like okay he's probably you know been hit in the head or something type mentality until oh he's telling the truth yeah and then slowly seeing this web of people like very few individuals but this slow web of people that know what's going on Uh, that is helping with finn for (laughs) example um, being the, uh, uh, basically the equivalent, uh, for Americans would be like a wildlife commissioner, um, for the, for the country. This is like, oh yeah, the, because like the, the trolls actually like attack cattle and people is, he's just like, yeah, yeah, it was a bear. And, and then there's, like, this group of people that, like, hunt bears or grab bears from, like, certain areas. And will, like, dump them off and it's like, see, here's the bear and it was shot. Yeah, I believe it was supposed to be disguised as, like, a Polish painting company, too. But yeah. even they don't really know what it's like. I Yeah, they were just paid to, to get the bear. Like, they, they don't know. Yeah, just a bear cadaver and... Even in the one interaction, which is like, this isn't a Norwegian bear. It's close enough. No, Unless someone really looks at it, they're not going to tell. You wanted a bear, we got you a bear. But even they don't really know why they're selling these bear cadavers. It's just, hey, it's money. Even during that little interview part, it's just, well, we're not told why. We just get paid a lot of money to do this. So we don't really question what's going on here. So hey. It was a Croatian bear. Croatian got it. Yeah, I, I remember that because they were uh, they were all Russian and they were like Croatian, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but but you even have that. And... I was just saying that yeah that that fucking that like painting crew people the ones who brought in the bear they yeah they were just like my fucking favorite because they were just so like goofy yeah but it just felt natural for them they're like oh yeah no we're, we're not paid to ask questions we're just paid to do what we do yeah, exactly. So I think uh, overall, 
um, between um, that and and basically like the, those once he starts killing uh, these trolls, he starts sort of explaining uh, a few different things uh, in the uh, in the movie uh, about the trolls, about the people, and uh, a little bit about like. Uh, uh, everything else, and I, I thought that was interesting how they sort of move along the plot that way. Oh yeah, especially harping on, you know, there's reasons certain fairy tales are said, like are spoken the way they are, but that if these people also want to continue going with him, one big thing he kept harping on was no one could be a Christian, and this wasn't taken at an angle for any sort of specific reason. I. I'll have to look into it. it. Might have to deal with like the folklore of the trolls or anything, but it was just they can smell the blood of a Christian man. Yeah, I, I think so. You I think just... it's like Norwegian uh, folklore that we're just, I uh, just maybe we just don't know about. But yeah, it, it felt it felt like uh, they they definitely were harping on that a lot. Um, well, because especially Hans was going in this with the mindset of he is a hunter, just like you would try to hunt any other thing, hunting like any of that stuff. You want to cover like one big thing they had was a concentrated troll musk, just so they can smell like a troll. It's like why do you want to smell so terrible and everything? So then they won't notice me and then just won't care as I get close, like either trying to kill them, push them back take a blood sample, all this stuff. If I smell like a human, they're just going to attack me. If I, you know, smell like a Christian man, they're going to attack me. I use this to cover myself. Full-on hunting mentality for it. Which is honestly great. It, whereas you see other movies in the same aspect of we're going to hunt this creature or whatnot. It's just people going into the woods with guns cocked and ready to go. This one is a bit more subtle because it's still going into the woods trying to hunt and track down these creatures, but it's like, okay, we got to look for signs, got to look for tracks, trees get knocked over, anything, boulders get, you know, moved out of place that weren't there before. We're on the right trail, got to cover ourselves up. Oh, yeah. He, Slowly. The, the, the massive trap that he was pouring, like, concrete and charcoal on we never <laughs> saw anything about that rest in the movie he's just like yeah there's a perfect troll trap see you, you put charcoal and concrete in the middle it's like it's like a bear trap but it's meant for a troll and and then they just refuse to talk about it in the rest of the movie it's like yep it, that's what it's for but it's never used and i was just like okay it, it's a bit disappointing i understand but that's also nice where there's you still have other things going on yeah because he even one notion was just like trolls love to eat rubber. So he just has carries around a whole bunch of rubber tires on that he would place in certain markers. And on one other occasion, went to go check one. It's like, this one hasn't been chewed on yet. That means they haven't broken out of their territory. So this area is fine for now. That even that's not really explained, but it's just like, yeah, all right, yeah. Having to place tires in specific areas, open fields, underneath a bridge, you know, go for that troll stereotype or whatnot of them being under a bridge, which even that pays off later on. But it's just the simple things, and even just that, just here's a giant trap, some concrete charcoal, and we'll come back check this later. Mm -hmm. Hasn't been messed with, so let's just keep moving on. Um, let's see here. Uh, immediately after... The first troll dies. Yeah, he, he sort of starts to begin to open up towards them. Sort of explain the situation. Asks, you know, there was, yeah, there was that scene earlier where he was asking if anyone was Christian. And they were all like, no, no, no. Absolutely not. And One guy was just like, you know, I, I was forced to sing in the choir when I was a kid, but I didn't like it. Yeah. And uh, skipping a little ahead, because there, there's a few different... Um, troll scenes that we can talk about. Fortunately, I thought what was nice about this movie was that like there was not one troll. They had multiple, and they had multiple hunting scenes for different ones. Um, but the uh, the bridge one uh, was probably everyone, everyone at least I think favorite scene in the movie slash troll in the movie. 
because uh, it was like during like when it when it became night, he, the guy was bringing out like goats or sheep onto the bridge. No, they were goats. Okay, because that was a reference to like Scandinavian folklore and that old story of three billy goats gruff. Yeah. And he Fun fact like, brought like that, and he's in like this metal suit, <laughs> full on like junkyard metal suit, junk junkyard knight. <laughs> he was like uh, uh, like a knockoff Iron Man without the uh, like without the, all the like pew pew gear <laughs> or electric, um, and so <laughs> go ahead. I, I love that scene mostly just because of how nonchalant he is about it. It's not for him. He's not even taking that part seriously. It's just more or less a, oh, I hate this part, but let gotta get this troll's blood. And because yeah. uh, we gotta get it tested and see what's going on. It's not like all right, I want you guys to stand here. I, there's not like a scene where he's putting on the suit. It's just. He's putting the goats out on the bridge. The camera crew is watching this bridge as the goats are going after it. And one gets taken away. And then they just turn back and he's already in the suit and he's this part. Let's go. And uh, what I thought was funny is he's just like, I got this Christian blood here. Don't ask me how I got it. And he starts pouring it on the fucking bridge. And the thing comes out. And I, I think that this was my favorite scene of the entire movie was we're like... He, he tries to like prod it and it sort of like moves slowly out of the way and, and it just like backhands him into the freaking uh, bridge <laughs> wall and he's just crum- he just crumples yeah you were expecting like some kind of like little badass little like fight scene with him or him just like you know grabbing it and like managing to get away but no the troll just fucking grabs him snatches him up and then slams him down yeah, it tries to bite his helmet off. It doesn't work. It just throws him back down. Jumps back down under the bridge, and they're like, oh, God, is he dead? And they check up on oh. him, and he's just like, uh, I'll, I'll be okay. Just don't hit the red button. And Because the suit has a red button on it. And then he, uh, like, they hand him the syringe back down, and he goes under. And I believe uh, Th- Thomas tries to follow him? They, if I remember yeah, correctly, they're still... Well, they're still above them. They they didn't go down into the valley like where they're underneath the bridge. They're still looking at it from an angle because they don't know what's about to happen. He's just going in with a suit and what looks like strapped all around his right uh, waist is just like first glance you probably think it's pipe bombs, but it later turns out to just be like flashbangs. Yeah, that just make the troll explode in blood and guts and stone. And, uh, so they just uh, that just happens, uh, like off screen, but it's it explodes, and he's like, "Got the blood sample." Off to the veterinary, and just <laughs> just a series of like odd moments. Um, sort of moving forward a little bit. Um, just gonna quick quill over like the the mountain troll scene real quickly it was oh, yeah. it was it was okay it wasn't it wasn't really long so that's why i'm just gonna mull through it real quick uh basically they go into this cave uh, abandoned mine i believe it was yeah it was abandoned mine <laughs> um they're like well we can't see the, the i mean the trolls are definitely here but they're not here here and then as they're they begin to leave like a bunch of trolls are just outside walking in. They're like, "All right, time to go further in." Time for bed. And all essentially, the, yeah, all the all the trolls were just basically going to sleep, and uh, uh, the cameraman is just rubbing copious amounts of that troll trolls funk. On I'm slowly a- freaking more and more out because they're just trapped in a little hole. Like the entry, like the entry to get out of this hole into this main lair area for the trolls, being halfway blocked by a troll that wouldn't go to sleep, as well as several others. So he's slowly and slowly freaking out. Several scenes where he's just taking this fun and just rubbing it vigorously, like all over himself, 
close to hyperventilating. The other two are somewhat in that aspect. Hans is just, you know, trying to get some sleep because it's like, oh well, I'm stuck. He's like, oh, fuck it, I'm here. (laughs) Whatever. We're stuck here, might as well just. And, uh, and then what, what I thought was funny is uh, when he's finally like, I'm, I'm Christian. And he's just like, you better not be sweat. Or you better not be uh, trying to sweat at any time soon. And as he's just getting yeah. hyperventilating. And then like the trolls finally notice them. They run, try to run out of the cave. And uh, Kale gets like eaten? He, he yeah, gets he captured and eaten. Yeah. He, he doesn't, he doesn't come out. And then they pick up the camera, which is, like, broken. They're, like, crying. And then, like, the next scene, they're like, hey, we got a new camera person. And she's Muslim. Is that okay? And, and he's like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Let's find out. But I'm I'm just going to assume for that scene that it was probably a either a few days to a week after yeah you you don't really can't really tell the timeline that much but yeah. even though like that initial scene they're outside of the mine and hans is just like this this is what i meant whenever going on about this is a dangerous job i'm heading back down here if you want to just drop you off and you guys can go back to university can what are you guys gonna do and then that next scene of they're at a train station we got a new camel woman coming in today and just that whole thing. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, I was on the BBC, nature, wildlife documentaries, and all that. It's like, okay, are you a Christian? Huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, are you a Christian? Do you believe in Jesus and God? It's like, I'm Muslim. Uh, Hans, she's Muslim. Is that okay? Uh, let's figure that out. <laughs> I, I, I did find it kind of funny. His nonchalant answer there was like, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Well, because he probably, at least for the folklore, just went with that one thing. It's like, it's just Christian. They can smell the blood of a Christian. It's like, well, what about Muslims? Like, we never done, we never tested this before. They and then for the science guy, basically, because then even the new camera woman, she's been like, yeah, she was, did film work for the BBC nature documentary. It's like, we'll just be filming like, what was it that she said they she thought they were gonna like be elk or something? something? Like woolly elk or Yeah, she stuff thought like film like some like nature documentary. Yeah, and she's like, we're just filming these animals, right? It's like not exactly. And then slowly trying to break her in, it's like, wait, you guys believe in trolls? What? It's like tr- trust us on this. Just keep going, let's trust us on this. Yeah, like she just brought back like the disbelief that you know like that the normal person has so late into the movie. Yeah, so the final the final scene they were sort of explaining that like because the the last one that they're hunting for is a Jotun, are they're so tall, but how do how how would they normally deal with them is the the overhead power lines are like a fence. And so they they go to the power station, they're like, "All right, we got to figure out which power station's broke." And uh they they sort of figure out where it roughly might be and they're like all right tonight we're gonna hang out at this lodging that's with the uh, tss was troll secret service security service security <laughs> no, service, no, it's, it's, it's secret service it fair was, enough it was, yeah, but either way um they were like yeah we're, we're gonna stay at this lodge uh that's owned by them and then they start hearing it they're like all right well we gotta take care of this thing and it's really tall. It's like, it was like a hundred meters or something tall. Oh yeah, like it even had that notion to it. They're all in the cabin, just talking for a little bit. They uh, hold on, let me, let me just pull up the names real quick again. Uh, but they did learn like, that Tomas or Thomas uh, got rabies from the uh, from the troll after the in their first encounter veterinarian. And so the reason why all these trolls are going out of their normal habitats is because of rabies. Yeah, it's because this Jotun that they're hunting down has rabies, passed it on to all these other trolls that have been slowly breaking out of their territories, and including the one that bit Tomas as well. It's like, oh, great, you got rabies. 
they're rightfully freaking out. I was like, I need to go to a hospital right now. I was like, once we're done, we got to take care of this. Yeah. But again, just bringing up that whole nonchalantness about it. It's just like, oh, you got rabies. Okay. That's what we're dealing with. Troll with rabies. It, I'm sort of glad in that aspect because it wasn't anything to be mystical about it. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, again, treating them like animals and creatures out in the world. It's like, something's wrong. What is it? Oh, it's rabies. Okay, we got to take care of this for Because even a scene before that, when Thomas, you know, camera's still on Han trying to talk, it's like, you really feel uncomfortable every time you enter into a troll's territory. Is there a reason behind this? Or was there just like a bad experience you had? And Hans goes on saying, like, this is probably the only time we've had a definitive date set in stone, but, like, back in the 70s, whenever, like, the Norwegian government wanted to expand into this one particular troll territory just to build tunnel, like, road tunnels in a certain direction, him and the TSAs were trying to say, no, you can't do it, you know, what about nature and all that stuff without really saying, like, it's trolls or whatnot, but the government and contractors didn't care, did it anyways. So he had to go in and essentially massacre all these trolls living in that territory. And it led a bad experience in his head because it wasn't just, you know, the males, but it was the females, even though that were pregnant and kids that were barely just born and everything. He had to go in by himself. It wasn't like there's a whole group of troll hunters out there. He's just the only one that's been doing it for I'm going to say probably 30, 40 years. Well, he was the only Norwegian troll hunter. They they did, they did like, specifically <laughs> say that, um, which I thought was interesting. So, like, other countries had other troll hunters for them, but just for Norway, it was just him. And he was a, uh, a Navy Ranger, is what they said at one point. Yeah. That was simply recruited because, hey, you're... Good at your job. And, uh, so, yeah, one thing throughout the entire movie, though, uh, at this point, uh, Thomas, or Tomas, uh, was constantly complaining about his shoulder, and you finally learned, oh, okay, so he has rabies. Um, <laughs> and during the, the final fight scene with the Jotun, they, uh, like, tried to, like, change up a bunch of times they outrun him the car flips towards the the end and uh you see hans just like walk out with like his backpack and the sort of like shoulder rocket propelled thing yeah it's like, like a light rocket launcher and he's just like yeah go this way to the to the highway and then uh he just starts sort of walking off into the distance shoots it it turns into like stone, breaks apart, and he's just walking off into the distance without even saying goodbye or anything. He just like walks off like a badass. Just in the Norwegian wilderness, snow and everything. It's fitting for his character because he just didn't care anymore. Yeah, then because even one notion was just like, you know, why, why don't anyone know about this? Like, well, there's people that don't want this to be known oh it's the government do, do you work for the government and all that stuff is like you know does that really matter at this point it's like okay then why are you showing all this stuff now and it's like this is a shitty job you know no rights i get no nights like no bonuses no nothing no compensation no i get thing. nothing i am just told go here deal with the problem And what does that give me? Just bad reputation on TV of being a bear punching that. No overtime either. Oh, God, no. Because then even after that whole incident, Jotun, you know, turns to stone. Yeah. That case of rabies is now done. They they start with the camera crew. Uh, uh, towards the highway. As the instrument. Yeah, with the camera crew and a seismologist picked up because yeah, just ran that was... As they could. Well, it was... More than likely, story-wise, it was just a seismologist sent out there because, hey, we're getting... No, it said so on the radio. They recorded about a thousand like small earthquakes in that area. So it's more than likely he was out yeah. 
trying to figure yeah. out what was going on. Yeah, so, and he was even rightfully freaked out too because, oh God, what is? Yeah, he had no idea what it was in the first place. No one <laughs> even told him. Yeah, he was just sent out there. It's like we're reporting all of like these small micro earthquakes in this area, about a total of a thousand or so. What's causing all this? They're like movement under the earth type things. So as they're trying to walk towards the highway, next thing you know, it's like, oh, we have two black vans coming this way. And that's more or less just, you know, the animal, like, wilderness forestry service guy back in, because he's knows about all of this, even says, at the end of all this, I'm going to just come take your tapes, which the camera crew realizes, it's like, oh, we're basically going to go missing now because our protection just walked away <laughs> yeah the the mib is is coming after us so it's just like grab the camera start running until Tom, tomas is just the last one left makes it to the highway and then it just cuts off right as a 18 wheeler is driving close by yeah and and then it was just like none of these people were seen again uh if, if you have any information let's know Please contact your local police department. They have not been spotted yet. Yeah. And uh, uh, the, the final scene was just sort of like the, the Norwegian president talking about the existence of trolls. And, and the person next to him just sort of wide eyes looks at him and then it cuts off. And like no one talked about it. If if I remember that correctly, that was an actual like scene it with. It wasn't him talking about trolls specifically. Let me double check. There, but they have a look. I believe it is a. Yeah, they, there is a place that they call the troll oil and gas fields. Oh, okay, that's funny. So it it was edited. Mm-hmm. Saying like there are trolls and all that stuff, but it was he was talking about the troll oil and gas fields. Oh, that's really they funny. just they just they just edited <laughs> yeah to just include their one character that they had wide eyed man because trolls are real. It's like oh. but that was just dealing with like energy and electricity and all that stuff. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they got permission to do such a thing just to go along with it but yeah. that's that yeah the troll gas fields natural gas and oil fields that norway has located in the northern sea so uh <laughs> going going off of it I, I i want you guys to rate a few things about the movie and then uh we can give final thoughts so uh the first thing i'd like you guys to rate from uh, one to ten was the uh the sound um, so like how they were recording everything, the, the noises of the trolls, the music, um, from one to 10, how would you, uh, rate the sound design? I would give it actually a solid eight because it, it was realistically sounding for concerning the equipment that they had. And there were like even mo- moments where like the sound was like m- muted almost a little bit because the like audio recording system that the girl was constantly carrying around got like knocked around or hit or something she had to like fix it real quick and then the sound comes back to like normal and so i i think it was done well considering the kind of like it it really made it sound like it was actually recorded and used you know and was using like the equipment she had i I would have to probably give it a nine, like a little bit better because again, they were all filming on location. It wasn't just in the sound screen, especially the ending part where they're confronting the Jotun. And it's just that scene, you know, car gets knocked over. The audio is a bit more muffled than everything because they're having the Jotun screaming that's sort of overclipping the entire audio track that's going on too, which makes everything else more muffled. Dealing with all of that, they thankfully didn't go the route of trying to add in, you know, background music during tense scenes or when they're running wood, you know, they added music. There was none unless they turned on the radio and that was like an outside source of sound. Because, you know, usually for found footage films that go in that aspect of this is real and whatnot, they always try to pepper in, you know, 
tense music scene here or a string moment when there's supposed to be a jump scare. This didn't really do that. So I'm really appreciative of that, both in the sound aspect, music aspect, and also how they've recorded talking to people and the, even the dialogue just felt natural of, you know, kids going up to people saying, you know, wanting to go for an interview, just talking. Yeah, I it wasn't it like a, like even even the recording of like their feet. I, I I thought like everything overall was. I'd probably give it an eight and a half. But like yeah, I I think that they they did a pretty solid job on on everything that they did with the muffling of the mic. Um, when they bumped into each other, you could you could clearly hear like the the mic getting scrunched, uh, running through oh, yeah. running through the woods occasionally like ran into like a tree they they kept that sound in of it like ramming into like the brush or something like that i i really appreciated um their choice of doing that oh yeah even the sounds of the rain jackets they had on moving around too oh yeah absolutely and to and to be fair this is probably just me catching on to it but there was audio wise there was probably one goof that i noticed which was after their first encounter you know, they get behind the truck, the Jeep, and he just flashes those big lights and it instantly turns the troll into stone. The next scene, they're basically trying to get for Yo, yeah, Johanna, who was still in the woods. But if you notice for a split moment there, you know, you hear the other people sort of like behind the truck, like freaking out, crying a little bit. And you hear a woman like doing, making the same noise, just like huddling there, just crying a little bit just freaking in so that was fun yeah all right if you ever want to go back and just listen to that scene again it's just like wait she's here and then all of a sudden where's johanna it's like wasn't she just here i heard a female voice <laughs> so <laughs> uh that probably right. just mean overall rating of the movie then um i'd give the rate of the overall rating of the movie mm. considering that like it, it was like one of those movies that it was so silly that you like you couldn't take it seriously in some aspects, but even still, like the way it, like I I enjoyed it, so I would say I'd, I'd give it like an eight out of ten as well. Um, like it wasn't it wasn't like some like huge hit movie that like I'm sure everyone would enjoy kind of thing. It it was it was silly and it's like you probably. Like, not everyone's probably going to enjoy it, but it, it was just, like, one of those movies that I was, like, it was so bad, it was good kind of thing. Yeah, I, I definitely would give it a, uh, uh, you know, I, I'd probably actually give it an 8.5 out of 10, honestly. Um, no, I, I can't say this was, you know, top of line, but, like, realistically, for being a foreign film, um, for the budget that they had, and uh, what they worked with, I honestly really liked it. Um so yeah, I, I'd probably give it a good score on that. I'm personally going to be biased on this whole thing because this is one of my personal favorite movies. The minute this popped up, I remember back in 2010 when this first came out on Netflix and everything, just wanting to watch something that was interesting, and I just completely loved it. And then recently, a place you guys can find this at YouTube Movies in the free section, this is on there. This, it's essentially the reason why we're doing this review on this because I popped this popped up a few days ago in their free section and I just sent it to Roderick and Finger. It's just like we are reviewing this right now because this is free and you guys have heard me talk about this movie for years and now we have a chance to watch this. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I I full ten appreciated appreciate that it was free, <laughs> but I I would still pay to rent this movie um knowing uh, like how 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 it was so overall like yeah no i it was a fun experience um and i can't wait to see uh, uh hopefully a sequel in the future i know they canceled it but i i hope that they they work with the director and uh the studio actually decides to throw out a sequel i, I will say that bridge scene was a 10 out of 10 when he got the suit of armor. Absolutely. Just another day in the office. 100% 10 out of 10. Like, that was the, <laughs> that was the peak of the movie, I'll be honest. 
Um, so what uh, what I would like to say is uh, uh, thank you for everyone for being patient with us. We are going to be try to be uh, a little more consistent with our reviews. Um, either we're going to be releasing. Uh, I, I, I believe what my goal is is going to be uh, throwing out uh, a podcast every uh, every two weeks um, just to give us like one week to research the movie and one week to like watch and record it but I I'd like for us to be a little more consistent um, oh yeah, there's a suggestion in mind. So, I, the, I the, so uh, it, it's my turn this time. Uh, but we've had a suggestion list, and that's been yeah. Got to dust that off now. I will. I will do the uh, a suggestion. Um, you can be the next one after mine. But because I've I've recently learned since we since we're on the topic of trolls, um, I thought it would be a good idea. To make so I was gonna do Onibaba, um, which w- could be a good choice, and we'll we'll talk about it. So we're, we're we, next week we will either or the next one we will either do uh, Onibaba, which is a uh, Japanese horror film, or we could uh, do a fun one called Trolls Two. You're not talking about the DreamWorks one, right? That was terrifying. No, the first no, time. no, no. <laughs> this is the 1990. No, you, you're you're going to. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think I know what you're talking. You're going to absolutely love this movie. It's 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 definitely a horror movie. Nothing nothing comedic could come out of that movie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So uh, we thank everyone for um, joining us today, and um, we thank uh, Ants Gaming for you know being supportive of us and allowing us to put out our work. Uh, if you want to support us, uh, you know support their Patreon, um, and that will help us look for more movies in the future. And you can give out recommendations on there. You can. Go on our uh, Discord, which is uh, Ends Gaming, and uh, find us there. But hope you all have a great uh, week, and we hope you guys stay spooky. Oh, most definitely. You guys want to go camping now? Absolutely. Hell yeah.